Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and I am the queen of manifesting. You are listening to a podcast about manifesting your dreams. And the way you do that is by changing what you think about, what you talk about, and what you believe. And so it's actually easy to manifest your goals once you know the formula to manifesting and how to control that inner voice in your head that's always telling you what you can and can't do. So stick around, take some notes, and welcome to the Queendom. Before we get started, I want to tell you that this episode is sponsored by the amazing Katie Armstrong. She is the Warrior Woman Coach, and she helps women embrace their femininity, and learn the importance of creating with a purpose and also how to feel joy daily and take inspired action every day. She is having a, I love the name of this event, you guys, the Warrior Queen Intensive. And I love it. Just the name itself makes me want to go to it, but it's going to be awesome. It's a six week program and she's actually launching it with a, um, an in-person interactive, uh, workshop and it starts with breakfast and then you get to interact and receive seriously life altering coaching from Katie in person. And then for six weeks, you meet every week by Zoom for 90-minute trainings and Q&A. You also get a workbook. You get put in a private Facebook group. And you literally change your life and learn how to embrace your warrior queen and your femininity and make serious changes in your life. So check out Katie's website, her event her Facebook page. I've dropped all the links in the show notes. And if you want to just go straight to her event, it is at bit.ly forward slash warrior queen intensive. And bit.ly is B-I-T dot L-Y forward slash warrior queen intensive. And you can go sign up right now. And if you are listening to this in the future, Don't worry, because she repeats it every three months. So just go to her Facebook page and see when her next one's starting. So thank you so much, Katie, for sponsoring this episode. You're amazing. And everybody go check her out. Hey, it's Kelly Walker, and I am here today with the amazing Tick. Can I say what I really call you? (laughs) If you would like to. Her name is Taylor Proctor, but I call her Tay-Tay Rainbow Dash. <laughs> and that's a long story for another day. <laughs> so Taylor is here today because A, she's amazing, and B, she's my friend, and C, because she knows a lot about emotional management. And as I have taught you guys many times before in the past, you cannot manifest when you are triggered. Being triggered stops your manifesting cold turkey. Not cold turkey. That's not a good phrase, is it? It stops it dead in its tracks. There you go. So uh, Taylor is an, an expert at clearing your emotions so that you can have easier manifesting in your life. So Taylor, welcome. 
Hi, thanks for having me. Hello. Oh, I should also tell them that you also have a podcast. And tell them what's amazing about your podcast. So it's a daily podcast, Monday through Friday, so week daily. And I spend anywhere between 10 to 12 minutes a day talking about how to be happier. And that usually is some component of emotional management, declarations, vision boards, uh, self-leadership, how to overcome people-pleasing. It's a little bit of everything to help someone be happier. I love that you do it every day. Like, that is serious commitment. It's, it's my favorite thing, and I can talk about happiness all day, every day, so. <laughs> because you are a transformational happiness mentor. That I am. Are you one of a kind? I feel like you probably are. I think so. I actually had someone reach out to me on Instagram the other day, and, and they said, now, I've never heard of that, and I was like, yeah. <laughs> Kind of, yeah, I'm the only one, which is kind of fun and exciting. That's so awesome. I love it. And you recently got a pretty cool recognition for your podcast. Why don't you tell us about that? Sure, I'd, I'd love to. <laughs> so, I recently was recognized, or my podcast was recently recognized by a a platform that looks and finds top podcasts in the world. And I was ranked number one in the world for happiness podcasts. That is so amazing. In the world, people. That's huge. <laughs> That's huge. And there's got to be so many happiness podcasts out there, right? There, there are quite a few, yes. So it was really exciting. That's huge that you were number one. Oh, and tell everybody what's your podcast called? My podcast is called Happiness Abound. Yay. And my tagline, the reason behind it, mm -hmm. is that my personal mission is to remind everyone that no matter how broken or how sad or worried they may feel or how consistent those emotions may be, that they are capable of happiness abound. Yay. I love it. So many people don't know that they are capable of being happy. Have you seen that? I absolutely have. Oh, it makes me so sad. You know, it's really a choice. It truly is. And for the longest time, like the evolution of me becoming a happiness mentor and doing the podcast every day really came from several years ago. I felt like I was broken. I would see people that were around me that were happy and my template was anger and I really did this balance between being angry all the time and feeling vulnerable and sad all the time, which nobody likes to feel. So I went right back to anger because it's more socially acceptable. And it was this teeter totter all the time. And I would see these other people and they seemed so happy and I would feel like I was broken and I was wrong and I was worthless and everyone else is happy. And it seems so inherent. Why am I not happy? And when I started to shift to that mindset that it is a choice and sometimes you have to work for it mm -hmm. and being aware and cognizant of your emotions and managing them in a way that is productive, all of that takes you from that mindset of feeling broken and beaten down to control and owning your life and being able to, to manifest what you want in your life, right? If, if you have that emotional clarity then you can be happy, you can make that choice, and you can have happiness and everything else in an abundance in your life. I love that. So you were 
can't, I can't imagine Tay Rainbow Dash <laughs> being angry or sad and vulnerable. So you've come a long ways. I never knew you when you were that way. You never knew me in my pre, you know, current state. So it's funny. People, I think a lot of times people think they're stuck where they are and that they can't ever make permanent positive change. And when they try, they give up so easily because it's not a realistic possibility to them. But look at you and me. It's obviously a possibility, right? 100%. And that's part of the reason too, uh, if I can go into a little bit more detail on like the the yeah. why behind the podcast, right? There's the mission. Yeah. But that's also part of the reason I do it every day is because I would listen to episodes of other podcasts and it always felt like someone had the finished version. Oh yeah. And when I felt broken, mm -hmm. I was like, they, they went through hell and back and mm -hmm. I can't like, I didn't even have that. And they they're on the other side and I can't even see the light at the end of the tunnel. And it right. really compounded this feeling of brokenness and worthless, worthlessness. And so I decided that doing it every day for a couple of things, one, it could be real time. Like, this is my journey. This is what I'm struggling with. This is what I'm doing to help it. And it may help you too. And two, to really overcome a perfectionist mindset, because if I'm doing it every day, not every hit has to be a home run. I've got tomorrow to try again. And right. I think that's kind of tied into this mindset of, you try it for a while and it doesn't happen. And so you give up. It's because you expect it to be perfect right away when it's an everyday choice. I love that. And it's true. If you know, you can't, you know, the whole elephant thing, you can't just look at an elephant and say, I've got to eat this whole thing and feel good about it. It's, you know, one step at a time, one day at a time. And I love like, um, I love seeing other people's progress. And so I love that you did that every single day. Like, how long have you been doing it now? So the podcast will be two years old in September. What? That's amazing. So two years of your life, basically, you've documented with yeah. <laughs> this podcast. It's like those time-lapse photographies that they do of babies as they grow up. I love those where they take a picture of like every whatever. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what you've done. You've taken a little snapshot every day of your life. And, you know, people can say, wow, Taylor went from this to this. Then I could probably do it too. I hope so. I hope that's what people take away from it. And I hope that they really take that core message that they are capable of having happiness. Yeah, it's awesome. Okay, so let's talk about, you told me earlier that you do um, a thing called clear method, the clear mm -hmm. method. And doing that helps you stay, well, okay, not necessarily stay out of trigger because really sometimes trigger creeps up on us, <laughs> jumps on our back from behind and we have to deal with it. So we can't always stay out of trigger completely, but you have a really good way to deal with it when it happens. So why don't you tell us about that? Sure. So it is called the clear method and C stands for circumstance. L stands for language. E is emotion. A is action. 
and R is results. So what happens is, is that any situation you are in, any circumstance that you are in is actually neutral. Okay. If you think about it, anything that happens in your life is, is neutral. It just happens. Mm -hmm. The language we use in our mind is what adds emotion really to yeah. the situation. So okay. I'll share a, a pretty good example. I think it's a pretty good example. Mm -hmm. So about a month and a half ago, I was at a light and it turned green. And as I started to go, somebody rear-ended me. Oh, and <laughs> yeah. And circumstance is neutral. Yeah. Right? It's happened. Just got rear-ended. Mm -hmm. Well, old angry Taylor would have lost it because it was an inconvenience. This person rear-ended me. I was doing nothing wrong. Victim, victim, victim. And would have been really unhappy about it. But knowing the clear model, I could look at it in a different way. So circumstance is neutral. So rear-ended. Pull over to the side so that we can check on what's going on. And my first thought is, seriously? <laughs> Come on, right? Come and on. then I went, nope, I want to change that language because I know the clear model. And if I go into it being frustrated, like frustration thoughts lead to frustration emotions. Yes. Right? So I need to change the language in my head to change my emotions, which will change my actions, which will give me different results regarding the circumstance. Awesome. So use my personal declaration statement, which we can go into later, but use my personal declaration statement as a reminder for me of who I want to be in stressful situations. Mm -hmm. and being rear-ended is an unexpected yet stressful situation. <laughs> so use my declaration and that really transformed my emotions. Wow. Because it goes from thoughts that feed negative to emotions to putting in language that feeds positive emotions. And granted, getting rear-ended, it's not something I'm going to be super positive about, but I don't have to go clear to the other side of the spectrum of like road rage and anger <laughs> and all of this. I can be more neutral and like, okay, it's an inconvenience, but is everybody okay? You can think more clear when you're not controlled by those negative emotions. I like so it. The emotions lead to your actions. So you get out of the car, right? I got out of the car and was like, hey, is everything okay? clear-headed. I could cross-check like her car's okay. My car's okay. Do I call the cops? Do I not? Do we just move on with our day and decide to move on with my day? And she was okay. I was okay. Cars are great. Let's just go. And the result was that I was only really inconvenienced five minutes. Awesome. And I got a great story that tells the clear model, which is awesome. Right. Bonus. But that said, it could have gone totally different. Oh yeah. Circumstances neutral. My language could have been, I'm inconvenienced. How dare this person? They were probably on their phone. I can't believe they're not paying attention on the road. They've ruined my car. So then I have all these anger emotions and this frustration and this annoyance. So when I have those emotions, leads to my action, I get out of my car. What the heck are you doing? You rear-ended me. Now this person's triggered. We're fighting with each other. I'm going to call the cops. Then that leads to the action of calling the cops. We're verbally angry. Maybe we go sit in our cars until the cops come. And then the result is an hour, two hours, tickets, frustration, insurance, and all of that. Yeah. Because, yeah, because my clear model, I didn't control the language in my head. It could have gone that way. 
That's awesome. I love it. The clear model. And you were you were level-headed enough to think, oh, I have a clear model I can follow instead of just instantly jumping to anger. And that takes years of practice. Right. Like, let's let's be very upfront right now. Like years <laughs> and years of practice. However, just an understanding of the clear model. It may not happen for you right away, but mm -hmm. you can have a situation where you, cause here, here's the thing, my template was anger. So it's almost instantaneous. The thought leads to the emotion, leads to the action, like rapid fire there. But so of the clear method, mm -hmm. even after something happens, you can go back and be like, okay, what thoughts did I have that led to all of this? Ah, I had this thought and this thought. Okay. Next time. I'm going to be a little bit more aware of those thoughts and are they acceptable? Or are they unacceptable and not societally unacceptable, but acceptable or unacceptable to me and where I want to go. Perfect. That's awesome. Um, I, okay. We're going to take a little break and then um, we'll be back in just a minute with Taylor Parker. So stick around, don't go anywhere and we will see you again in a minute. And we're back with Taylor Proctor, Transformational Happiness Mentor. Okay, so we talked about the CLEAR method and your awesome podcast. And um, I wondered if you could maybe give a little bit of advice on how to get to the point where when you're triggered, you remember your CLEAR method. Absolutely. So... Again, I think it takes a lot of practice to start thinking clearly, right? Yes. But that said, some things that you can do to get you to a point where it becomes more natural is to release the negative emotions you're holding on to. Because it's almost like, I'm going to say like a trash compactor. Okay. So we tend to hold on to negative emotions because we're never really taught to express them in a way that makes sense. Right. and productive and positive and we're also never really told that they're okay like mm -hmm. anger is usually the only negative-esque emotion that is societally acceptable right so we tend to push a lot of that down and we trash compact it oh my gosh but what happens is is that eventually that trash compactor gets full so it doesn't matter how much you've pushed down if you continue to have negative emotions it's going to overflow. Yeah. And the clear model, if you are in a situation that triggers you, you are going to be more likely to follow those triggering emotions and go into that negative emotional space if your trash compactor is full. Right. Right? If it's I got like a little bit on the bottom, there's a lot to fill up there before you lose your cool. That's right? true. So one of the easiest ways and most effective ways to be able to utilize the clear model in the moment is to do the background trash compactor work and get all of that guck and muck out of you so that you can be clearly in the moment. I love it. Do you have a good uh, tip for getting rid of it, for clearing out the trash? Absolutely. Oh, what is it? There's two, two, two components to it. Okay. One is we need to clear it out but just like anything, it's kind of like if you have a blank shelf in your house uh -huh. and you could say, this is defined, it's a blank shelf. 
There's nothing on it. And that's how it's going to stay. You know, somebody's going to come and put their keys on it. Someone's going to put mail on it, like whatever it is. Because as humans, blank space needs to be filled. Right. It's the same with our emotions. So once we clear out the negative emotions, our brain goes, that's blank space that needs to be filled. And what's going to happen is we're going to fall right back into our templates and our habits and continue to compress negative emotions. So what we need to do is clear the trash compactor and then fill it with positive emotions so that that's not a blank space, but it's an empowering space. Ooh, I love that. So first and foremost, how do we get rid of the gook in the trash compactor? One of the ways that I like the most is it's called, it's called several things, right? Um, I know some people call it slay, some call it write and burn, whatever you want to call it. But essentially you identify a core emotion that's negative and you write out all the stories you possibly can surrounding it. Mm. And so what I like to do is I will sit down and I will do this about every other day and I will think of the first emotion that comes to my mind. So If I was to do it right now, at the top of a piece of paper, or if you type it, that's fine too, but top of a piece of paper, I would write, I am feeling anxious because dot, dot, dot. And then I'm going to fill in in a bulleted list, but it doesn't have to be like one word. It can be a couple sentences. Mm -hmm. The stories that I'm telling myself around my anxiety. So I'm feeling anxious because, bullet point, because work right now is pretty stressful and there's a lot of things that I don't know how to do. And mm-hmm. I have the livelihood of an entire team and people's careers on me and I don't know how to do this. Like that's anxiety inducing. Right. Next bullet point. I'm talking on a podcast and I'm a little anxious about it and <laughs> that's okay, but I'm a little anxious, right? <laughs> right. Write out the stories that come to you. And the whole point uh-huh. of it is to get it up out of the trash compactor that is you at this point in time. <laughs> yeah. Up, out, so written on paper, typed out, and then away. So if you typed it out, you're going to delete that document. Oh, if that's you, cool. Absolutely, because you want it away. The whole point is to get these stories out of you, get those negative emotions away from you so you can feel with positive emotion. So you're gonna, digitally, you'll delete the whole thing. Yeah. And delete it from the trash too. So it's not like you could go pull it up if you wanted to, or anyone else could go and pull it up. And then if it's handwritten, you are going to rip it up and throw it in the garbage. Nice. There's a couple of rules surrounding this. Do not (laughs) let anybody see this. Mm, That's a good rule. (laughs) Do not tell your spouse. So today I wrote all about you and how you make (laughs) this. Oh my gosh, could you imagine? <laughs> That'd be like smearing your poop on somebody else. Exactly. And we don't do that. <laughs> We're not chimps. We don't do that. <laughs> but the, the main point of this too is we are trying to release this. The second that you start to pull other people into your stories of your emotions, mm-hmm. you are delegating that responsibility to them. And you are continuing to churn that emotion in your life as opposed to actually bringing it up, getting it out, and letting it go. Up, out, and away. Up, out, and away. I love that. That is a good motto. Up, out, and away. (laughs) It makes me think of 
up, up and away. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Up, out and away. That's awesome. And you do that every other day on average? I do. That's amazing. You must be like totally chill all the time now. I wouldn't say that because again, we're humans. The human experience is you're going to feel negative emotions. Yeah. Right. You may be fully aware of the clear model and every circumstance is neutral, but that doesn't change the fact that you might be triggered by something. Yeah. Right. Right. Just because you're aware of it doesn't mean it runs perfectly every single time. Right. So I do have negative emotions at times. I am stressed at times. I'm a human. I'm going to experience those negative emotions. But right. by bringing them up, putting them out, and throwing them away, I can work through them. I can understand them. I can give them the space of like, this is the story I'm telling myself. But then I can get it away from me so that I can then bring in the empowering positive things to fill in that space. I love it. So tell me about that step. So my favorite, I have, I have a top two. Okay. <laughs> and one is a quick, actionable, like physical movement. And the oh, yeah. other is declarations. So. Yay. You know, I love declarations. They are the best. They're, the they're manifesting. They're so awesome. But with declarations, it, as you know, and your listeners know, it's all about the language. And if we go yeah. back to the clear model. What's the thing that dictates everything else? The emotions, the actions, the results. It's the language you use. Yes, it's so important. So having a manifestation or a declaration statement that you can lean into in those moments or even set as an intention for your day can fill up yourself and your life with positive emotions versus the negative ones. That's awesome. Do you have a favorite declaration? I do. <laughs> and the one that I did, I actually used for the car accident. Oh, was, yes. So mine, it, my core declaration statement is, I am an intuitive mentor, vibrant, abundant, and filled with light. Large amounts of money continuously come to me, and I am secure in my purpose. Love it. That sounds familiar. <laughs> but here's the thing. If, if I... If you look at the example of the car situation, getting rear-ended, how can I be angry at someone or in frustration if I believe and I want to be someone who's vibrant and abundant and filled with light? Right. And how can I be secure in, in my purpose if I am going and like spewing anger on everybody else? Right. You can't. Exactly. You, so You have to be one or the other. You can't be both. Absolutely. So leaning into your manifestation or your declaration statements, your manifesto, right? Yes. Is everything. And it's everything for a, emotional clarity. Yeah. It's almost magical how it can just totally change your mood. I love Absolutely. it. Because <laughs> it's, it's a reminder of who you want to be. Yeah. Exactly. And think that's huge especially if you look at like our journeys who we were back then is not who we want to be now and who I who I am now I want to be the next level of that and right. I can be present and I can love my life and I can really appreciate the journey that I've had yeah but I also know that if I want to be an intuitive mentor who's vibrant abundant and filled with light I need to take the actions to do that and I can always lean on my declaration to remind me 
that that's the ultimate goal right now. Yes. That's great. You're awesome. <laughs> oh, I want to share the second one because it's, it's no, really yes, no, So uh, I have a positively positivity playlist Ooh. and I just dance and sing to that because there's nothing, it goes back to the language piece too, but like yeah. positive in inspiring, powerful words that are happy mm -hmm. make such a world of difference. Like what we input into right. our lives can hurt or it can help us. And so I really lean heavily into music when I can. I'm happy to share my positivity playlist on Spotify is called Happiness Abound Songs. Oh, that's awesome. And it's a variety. So there's Broadway, there's pop, there's Christian, there's all sorts of music in there, but they all have inspiring, at least to me, positive lyrics to really lean into. Like if I, if I'm triggered or if I'm just having a day where I'm feeling down, dance it and sing it out and it can make a world of difference and it can fill up that positive and confidence building space in your life. I think dancing is so powerful for raising your vibration. When people ask me, how do I raise my vibration really fast? I say, do a gratterant and dance. Totally. Do you, do you know what a gratterant is? I do, but I learned <laughs> I love gratterants. So yeah, gratterants and dance. And if you could combine dancing while you do a gratterant, oh my gosh, your head would explode with happiness. It'd be awesome. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> do try it. I love it. I'm looking up your... Spotify list right now. I'm excited. I don't remember how many songs I have on there. I think I'm upwards of about 50 at this point. That's so, so plenty awesome. to choose from to create your own positivity playlist or just tag on to mine. I love it. So it's called Happiness Abound Songs? Yes, ma'am. Okay, awesome. I don't remember my password at the moment, so let's see if I can get in. That will be really good if this one's right. <laughs> So um, I wanted to ask you something else. What was it? Um, okay, so you know how your affirmations can work with anything, like even remembering things? I try to never, ever say I can't remember something. Instead, I say I'm going to remember that in just a second. <laughs> That's my affirmation. I'm going to remember in just a second. The other thing I was going to ask you. Oh, you were going to tell me about blankets. The blanket, when you pull the blanket back. Will you yes. talk a little bit about that? Because that sounded really interesting to me. Absolutely. So part of like the clear model and the emotional management piece of things is understanding what we have as our templates. And I've kind of referenced anger as my template quite a few times. Uh -huh. But understanding our templates and also how we identify emotions. Most people will identify a range of emotions in the same three to five emotions instead of all of the ones in between. So like if I'm feeling angry, maybe I'm not really angry. I'm actually frustrated, but anger is easier. And it's just now it's in my vocabulary that everything that's under anger or that could lead to anger is anger instead of actually identifying and working through. So using the, like the phrase blanket emotions, 
if you have a blanket emotion, it's sitting on top of all these other emotions. So what we need to do is a couple of things. One, change our vocabulary to expand past just those three to five that you use all the time. And yeah. that's not just negative, that's positive too, right? Because right. Like, I feel happy. And is it like, but are you, like there's happy, but then you could be happy and I'm actually really, really grateful. Yes. Or I'm feeling so overjoyed right now. And that's kind of a level above happy. But if you just call it happy, you're not really exploring the depth and the range of who you are as a human being. And when you can't explore that depth and that range, you can't explore the depth and the range of how great your life could be. Oh, that's deep. So you want to go deep haha, and really pull back that blanket of whatever those few emotions are that you use all the time. So I'm going to use anger because that is... I need to change my language because it's not my template anymore. But ah, Good job. Uh, pulling back the emotion of anger. And mm. I can usually see that I've blanketed anger on emotions that are actually fear. Oh. And worry. And all of these pieces that come together and I go, mm, I don't like those and I don't really know how to identify them. So I'm just going to put anger on top of it and be angry. <laughs> but if we can like pull back the cover, pull back the blanket and see what's pretty much like pull back the blanket and see who's lying in the bed. Right. <laughs> because you can't make the bed with people in it. <laughs> you can't make your emotional bed with all these emotions in it that aren't serving you. So you need to pull back the blanket of anger or whatever it is. <laughs> identify those deeper emotions. And that's the key. Identify. Don't just put the blanket back over the top and suppress them because then we're in trash compactor mode. Oh, but we need to actually identify them, see them, understand them, and then move on. And when you can pull back the blanket and you can do that, you can move on onto the more positive side of the spectrum of emotions much faster. So would you use the, like the write and burn for each of the negative emotions you find under the blanket? Absolutely. Okay. Because okay. If, I, if I feel fear uh -huh. and well, it's anger and I pull back the blanket and I feel fear just saying, okay, I'm afraid. What am I afraid of? You can tell yourself, oh, I'm afraid that this is going to happen. That's the answer. But the thing is, is it goes so much deeper than that. So by doing the writing it out and saying, I'm feeling angry or I'm feeling fear because and writing each of those stories, it allows you to go those levels deeper so that you can actually pull that out and throw it away as opposed to just assume that, oh, that's the answer. If I solve just that one, everything's going to be fine because we all know how many times in our life we've been like, if I just do this one thing and every single thing will be fine. <laughs> oh, right. Everything will be better probably, but Everything will not be fine. Well, and the thing is, too, is when you pull back the blanket, like, you've gone one level. Right. Taking the lid off. We're just going to go with the trash compactor thing still. You okay. You the lid off of that container. Right. Now, if you just say, oh, well, there's that thing. That's the thing that's overflowing. I'm just going to take that. That it is. Great. Well, that doesn't solve for the rest of it. And let's say it's a banana pill. So you just take one banana peel off the top, but you've had 10 bananas in the week. Then you have to dive in to get all those bananas out. 
there was a lot of trash visuals today, but emotional, know, right? like, negative emotions. Here's the other thing. They are not necessarily trash, but we tend to think they are. And so we compact them, we suppress them. Yeah. But if we can express them instead of suppress them, they actually yeah. become very positive learning tools for us. That's true. Expressing them like through the, the write and burn. Is there any other way you'd like to express negative emotions or is that your favorite? That's my absolute favorite, but I also enjoy, and it's very similar, but it's not one you get rid of. I like to write in my journal. Oh yeah. Right. But there's one thing to be said about writing it to get it up and away. And one thing to be said about documenting your emotional experiences. Oh, so what's the difference and when would you do each one? So for example, I, and I use them kind of both in tandem. So yeah. I had, I had a situation that I wish I had done this for, yeah. but I didn't, but if I was in it again, I totally would. And I, so I had a situation where I have a lot with road rage, I guess, but I had like a road rage incident. That's pretty yeah. common. Yeah. And someone, it was like the movie. Someone took my front row parking spot that I'd had my signal waiting for. And they just, <gasps> oh. and this was a long time ago, but I lost it. Like <gasps> F-bombs, flipping them off, honking my horn. Like just, I was so angry because I felt entitled to that spot. I had been waiting. I had been indicating with my signal that it was mine and they just pulled in. <gasps> and this is the short version, but I mean, it kind of goes beyond that. Like I, like a good five minutes of me honking and yelling and screaming and <laughs> and jeopardizing my safety and a couple of other things. But looking back at it, what I would do is I would write out I'm feeling angry because, or I felt, I know after the fact, I felt angry because, and every single story I was indicating it should have been mine. I felt angry because I was in a hurry and I waited and it was worthless and I'm, I was impatient. And you can like write down all these things that are kind of like the stories that you tell yourself, but then you'll eventually get to like, I was angry because I'm actually like scared about something else. And that was just like the tipping point for me. So you can kind of get down deep. Ooh. That's the ability to say, I'm feeling angry because, and write those stories. But the flip side of that is on journaling. I can document like, yeah, I lost it. And I was really, really angry. And I actually, that led to feeling guilt and shame and sadness and fear and all these other emotions. And you can kind of document that journey so that you can see the spectrum of everything instead of just honing in on one. And if you can document that journey, then you can be able to identify them better and then better express them in the future. That's really good advice. I like that. I don't think most of us go that deep. We don't go that many layers down. I think that that sounds really healing and cleansing. I like that. It's very healing, but nobody wants to go that deep because it's scary as all get out. Right. Let's lay it out there. It's uncomfortable. It is. We don't want to say that. We don't no. want to admit that. But true transformation, to be happier, you have to be able to dig deep. I love it. You may not dig deep right now, right? right. Just be aware. Like, 
that option is there when you are ready for it. And there are levels on levels on levels. Like I am not perfect. I'm not happy all the time. There are still things that I work through that I I'm like, wow, that actually happened. I know you do belief breakthroughs and it's like, you know, one level deeper, one level deeper, one level deeper. And it just keeps on like uncovering all these things. Yeah. But knowing that you are capable of going deeper, knowing that you are capable of happiness. Yeah. Enough to start. And you will find that every time you go deeper, there's a new level of you that you're going to love. Yeah. That's awesome. So you've got a, um, I hear a rumor that you've got a free gift for my listeners. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> Why don't you tell us about that? The free gift is I, the, the clear model, well spoken verbally. I hope that I have been very clear on it, but sometimes it's nice to have a visual to accompany. Right. So I am very excited to your listeners a worksheet that identifies each stage of the clear model in a visual form as well as has a section where you could go back and look at a circumstance in your life and kind of work through and write out like what was a circumstance what language and thoughts did I use what emotions happened what actions did I take what were the results and you can see how it always is the same And once you can actually do that in a situation for your own life, using the worksheet, you'll be able to lean on it much easier through other situations and circumstances. That's awesome. And they, I, I'm going to drop a link in the show notes for them to get to that uh, worksheet, the clear worksheet. Is that what you're calling it? Yep. So if they want to go to happinessabound.com slash clear, then they can fill out a form and download the sheet. Love it. Okay. And I will put that link in the show notes so they can find you easily. Also, I'm going to put a link to your podcast. Well, thank in you. The show notes. And um, so, yeah, people can find you. They can look you up. They can listen to your podcast. They can do your worksheet and it'll be awesome. So I'm really grateful to you for coming on today and sharing your your happiness tips, your clearing tips, and your general My Pretty Pony goodness. (laughs) Well, thank you so much for having me. It's first off, the fact that like at the beginning, you're like, she's my friend. And I'm like, oh, she's my friend. Like you are my friend. So honored to be your friend and also so honored that like I have a like a nickname from you. Like I think that's so fun. And and just really honored to be able to to be here on your show and so delighted to talk to you and your guests about something I'm so passionate about, which is emotional management and happiness. So thank you. You're so welcome. Thank (laughs) you. All right. Well, any last words? Yeah, uh, if I can end out with what I end every episode of my podcast with. Yes, do it. If you take nothing away from today's episode, the most, the one thing to take away is to remember that you are capable of happiness abound. I love it. All right, you're the best. Thank you so much. Thank you. Go check out her links in my show notes or just go to happinessabound.com and find all of her awesome goodness all right well thanks again and i will see you all later 
And Taylor, I'll see you soon. Yeah. Okay. All right. Bye. Okay, well, that's it for today. Thank you guys so much for listening. And again, if you want to contact me, sign up for my course. If you have program ideas or anything at all you need to contact me about, my email is kelly at thequeenofmanifesting.com. And that is also my website, www.thequeenofmanifesting.com. So you can also contact me there. There's a contact form at the bottom. So I try to make it pretty easy to get a hold of me. You guys are awesome. Thank you for listening. Thank you for all your awesome reviews. And if you haven't left a review yet, if you feel inclined, please do. Five-star reviews are super welcome. And I love to hear your feedback. So everybody have an awesome day. And I will talk to you on the next episode.